right. Give honor to God and all the saints. Thanking God for another day of, to be in the land of the living. Giving God all the praise, all the glory. We just, we just thank you, God. You're just an awesome God. Um, we have a great night planned tonight. We're looking at our subjects include miracles of fasting and prayer scriptures. We're just going to go through a few scriptures. Those of you who can open up your links, uh, it would be great if you can perhaps read maybe five of the scriptures, three of the scriptures, whatever you're comfortable with. And then uh, after we do, we're going to do prayer and then scripture reading. And then we'll go into a reading on God will guide our steps. And uh, if we have time, we'll look at scripture verses for trials and tribulations. And then we'll go into that lawsuit, prayer for God's favor over the below treasured individual writ of mandamus lawsuit. So that's the agenda. We're doing prayer, scriptures, and then we're looking at God will guide our steps. And then we'll take, we'll ask the Holy Spirit to lead us into our other subjects accordingly. So Heavenly Father, God, we just thank you, God, for the privilege of prayer. Thank you, God, for the thirst and yearning <clears throat> to pray, to always keep good relationship with you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, God for all you've done, all you're going to do. Thank you, God, for treasured individuals that are praying. Thank you, God, for T. Uh, Millis, Dr. Millis's prayer tomorrow. Heavenly Father, we invite everyone here. Um, we will be praying over the entire uh, TI program, particularly it's a memorial service there, God, lead it, direct it. We'll be praying for all the uh, treasured individuals that have been um, killed during the last year because it's just too many to for year after year. And we'll, we'll pray for our loved ones. Um, my mother, father, and sister were killed under this program. So I wanted them to be included in the memorial, but <clears throat> she said she'll just do it one year at a time. It's just that many people this demon force has taken out. And we come against that untimely death spirit Heavenly Father, we ask you for shielding over each and every one <clears throat> on this line, our downloaders, our listeners, our coverage, Heavenly Father, against untimely death. And we thank you, God, that we have countermeasures to demonic attacks. And we can send demonic attacks back to the pit of hell that they came from. We thank you, God, for having an open forum, a ministry where you, Heavenly Father, are the only one that is worshiped, adored, magnified, glorified. We thank you. We praise you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, God, for our readings tonight to help us continue to build our faith as we look at miracles associated with fasting and prayer scriptures, Heavenly Father. We thank you, God, for the reading that we have on how God will guide our steps. I ask you, God, to bless the prayers tomorrow night. My topic is freedom and free will and how God is a God of freedom and God is a God of free will and how we have benefited from that free will because with that comes learning and how we have designed, you, how God has designed his free will for us to come to him with an open heart, to come to him because that is what we choose to do 
and not what anybody else wants us to do. That is the only spirit that can really uh, come before the Most High God is a spirit that wants to be there. So we thank you, God, for the ministry tomorrow night. And we thank you, God, for us, us just keeping that prayer open for all treasured individuals and uh, how we uh, can encourage them to come to know God and to, you know, to stay in prayer and fasting and, and pray, stay for a breakthrough and don't let the devil use this program uh, to hurt themselves. So we thank you, God, that what the devil meant for bad, you're using for good. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We praise you. We exalt you, God. We just thank you that we can come together and put our prayers in your hand. We can bring them to the throne. We thank you, God, that you're tearing, ripping Satan's kingdom down. We thank you, God, for removing demons out of uh, leadership positions. We thank you, God, for exposing them. We thank you, God, that we know that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and there's no demon from the pit of hell that could ever have more power than the Most High God. God, I ask you for special healing, uh, healing powers over each and every one of us. I bind and rebuke everything associated with sickness and disease. I call it null and void in our lives. I ask you, God, to just cover us from all gassings, cover us, dear God, from all directed energy weapon attacks, cover us from every plot and plan the devil has to try to discourage us, dear God, that we can stand and say, you do not have more power than the most high God, and we will put our trust in God. So we thank you in advance, God, for shielding. We thank you, God, for breaking up disaster plans, money-hungry plans, plans for uh, emergency funds under fraudulent terms, you know, induce man-made diseases for man-made disasters. We bind it up. We come against it. We thank you, God, for reversing the curse of trying to uh, uh, covertly uh, bring in slavery, Heavenly Father, slavery against all of humanity. We thank you, God, for breaking up the spirit of using artificial intelligence devices to try to usurp authority over man. We thank you, God, that none of it will work. We thank you, God, for the best intelligence device you've given us, and that is the living brain. And we thank you, God, for guarding this brain that you gave us. And we thank you, God, for guarding the body you gave us, Heavenly Father, that we can use this body to keep that brain together, to keep growing in your word, and to know when uh, artificial intelligence and other technologies are being used to simply try to usurp authority over man that the devil does not have. So we thank you, Heavenly Father, for, high, for eyesight, to, for vision, for us to be able to see all of these demonic plots and plans because the devil knows he's, a, he's an inferior demon from the pit of hell. And we thank you, God, that we have countermeasures, that, that we thank you, God, that we have miracles in store for us. God, I thank you for the two-week fast that we've been on. I thank you, God, for going into the third week, Heavenly Father. I thank you, God, that even if some of us may have, you know, slipped up with the uh, eating, not even slip up, but if, if for whatever medical reasons or whatever reasons we ate, we have increased our prayer life, Heavenly Father, unified prayer life. So we thank you, God, for that. We thank you, God, that we can continue to pray and come before the throne specifically for the destruction of eugenics, for the destruction of this targeted individual program, for the advancement of God's kingdom, for God's will to be done on this earth, 
for justice to come in that lawsuit. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for that writ of mandamus that has been filed on behalf of treasured individuals. We thank you, God, for favor on that lawsuit. We come against any artificial intelligence judge trying to divert it. We decree and declare God's favor will rule over artificial intelligence judge judicial decisions. We decree and declare that it will not be a 20-year battle. We decree and declare that results will come and benefit for all treasured individuals. We decree and declare that comp recompense is coming from this sick program, that no other human beings will have to be, be made to live. I mean, covering themselves from directed energy weapons, covering their food, constant health, eugenic, eugenics, criminally insane, eugenic, organized crime. We send that to the pit of hell. We decree and declare that it, it is coming to an end in Jesus' name. And until it comes to an end, we're going to praise you, Heavenly Father, and we're going to worship you, and we're going to exalt you, and we're going to stand and know that you got this, and you got us, and that we're covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. So God, I ask you to bless this Bible, this prayer meeting tonight. Bless each scripture. Help the scriptures come into fruition, dear God. We're asking you for divine intervention on this earth, dear God. And we plead the blood of Jesus again over our governing structures. I plead the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood over our judicial branch of government, our legislative branch of government, and our executive branch of government, that those governing structures will be aligned with God's will, that the devil will be stripped, he will be tossed out, yanked out, thrown out, and sent back to the pit of hell that he came from, that our governing structures will be implemented according to God's will to make this earth a better place. I come against depopulation programming. I come against that untimely death demon. I send it to the pit of hell, Heavenly Father. And I, I come against that induced poverty demon. I send it to the pit of hell. God, help us use the finances you give us, Heavenly Father, to advance God's kingdom and keep us under your favor, our finances under your favor, dear God. God, I thank you and I praise you as we go into this new week. Bless each and every one of us, dear God. Let this week be blessed, highly favored, covered with the blood of Jesus Christ in everything that we do. I come against any demon spirit of procrastination. I come against demon spirits of distractions. I come against demon spirits of just unwarranted interference in the name of Jesus Christ. Let us be able to keep our minds stayed on you, dear God and keep the work that we have to do on this earth to, to help this earth, to help retake this earth from demon forces coming to manifestation. This is my prayer in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Okay. Uh, we're praying. So um, who would like to jump in? I'll go. Okay. Dear Father, God, creator of heaven and earth, we come to you tonight thanking you for another opportunity to worship you, to let you know how thankful we are for the many things that you have provided us with. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray tonight for those who are sick and shut in. We may not be able to call out their names, but God, you know who they are. And we pray for your healing mercies. Lord God, we pray for those in Georgia and Alabama who have had storms and tornadoes. We also pray for those in California 
there are a lot of individuals even right here in Detroit and elsewhere who are homeless and need care. Lord God, we pray for our prayer warriors ministry that we will serve the treasured individual community to glorify you in everything that we do. Dear God, we pray for our children. Some of them have been vaccinated and some of them have not been vaccinated, but cover them, dear God, as they go to and from school. Lord, we pray for our cities and we pray for this gun violence to end. Lord, cover us with your grace and cover us with your mercy. And dear God, we pray for our leader, Evangelist Miriam Snyder. Please, Lord, give her guidance, Lord, and give her protection. And we pray for our world, that one day this world will have peace and that we will love each other just like you love us. Lord, forgive us of our many sins and teach us to travel the path in which you have directed us to go into. And we promise, God, to give you all the glory and praise. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Beautiful praise. Thank you. Yes. Amen. Amen. Okay, who would like to? I praise the Lord. Jesus. I praise you, Lord Jesus. I thank and praise you for being uh, on the prayer line again tonight, this morning. Second, I praise you for all your many blessings to us, to each one of us, and to all the people in this population, the TI population. We just thank you for the strength. Oh, God, you just have given us strength in spite of this negative situation and, and what we've encountered over the years. And, Lord, we just thank you for your blessings that you have given unto us. And thank you for your for loving us, and we thank you for forgiving us as well, Lord Jesus, for the omissions and commissions uh, against you and uh, against uh, what you have required of us. We, we just thank and praise you for forgiveness, Lord Jesus. We love you, Lord Jesus, and we just uh, know that you're working on our behalf, and, Lord, we're not going to let you down. When you when this thing is fully over and we just pray believe that you're gonna uh allow it to uh go go forward quickly and and move on our behalf quickly to solve this uh, evil or uh, evil uh this plot that the devil uh uh perpetrated against your humanity overall. And we just know that it's gonna be uh I'm already here that people are saying that they, they have uh, slowed down. These attacks have slowed down as a result of this lawsuit. And, and Lord, we just thanking and praising you that it's going to come to a complete halt in the, in the enemies of righteousness, your enemies and our, our enemies, enemies of humanity will be uh, brought to the justice both by man and you. Both Jesus, may you go. They're gonna have to stand before you, and they're gonna have to stand before for man in the legal system for what they and for, for to give account in account for what they have done, as any other criminals uh, uh, have to do. If and so we just praise you, Lord Jesus, and we just love you, and we we thank you, thank you, and Lord, we uh we won't forget you. We'll never forget you, Lord. We're going to uh, always remember from when she brought us. And we give, always give you thanks. And, not, and we just love you, Lord Jesus, from the bottom of our heart. And, Lord, we just uh, 
say thank you. Amen. And peace and blessings unto us, each one of us, in name. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Lord, Lord, we, we come before you, God. Lord, we thank you. We praise you for who you are. We thank you for all that you've done. Father God, we thank you for this gathering of the saints that we are coming together to praise your holy and mighty name. Father God, I lift each and every person up that's on the prayer line right now, oh God. Father God, I pray that we will go out not like we came in. Father God, continue to renew our mind. Continue, oh Father God, to embrace us with your heavenly, powerful anointing, your Holy Ghost fire, Lord. I pray, oh Father God, that as the prayers go up, your blessings continue to go down, Lord. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, oh Father God, continue to send supernatural blessings, oh Father God, supernatural prayer warriors, oh Father God, supernatural kingdom helpers, oh Father God, uh, especially uh, uh, in the season that we're in right now, the things that's going on right now, especially with the lawsuits, oh Father God, I pray that you send us powerful lawyers. I send. I pray that 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 we will have uh, judges that will that will be in our favor, oh Father God, that you will open up their eyes to see the situation at hand, that you will open up their eyes and see, oh, Father God, what exactly is going on. And I also pray that you will give them uh, a fearlessness and courageousness, oh, Father God, to judge appropriately, oh, Father God, so that the victims can receive vindication and recompense, oh, Lord. So, Father God, I decree and I declare, oh, Father God, we already have victory. I decree and I declare, oh, Father God, that kingdom helpers are already on the way. Holy Ghost filled, Holy Ghost approved. Kingdom helpers are already on the way. They're already uh, 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 working uh, immensely uh, for our victory, oh, Father God. I thank you and I praise you, oh, Father God, for even the people that are not going uh, through uh, the evil that the victims have been going through. Uh, year year in and year out, oh, Father God. I pray that the people that know about this program, oh, Father God, that they will walk in fearlessness and they will, will stand hand in hand uh, with the victims until uh, the victims receive recompense, oh, Father God. Lord Jesus, I pray that this prayer, uh, 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 that this prayer gathering tonight, oh, Father God, will be filled with your glory, your praise, and your honor. Lord Jesus, I just continue, oh, Father God, to lift up each and every victim uh, that is not on the prayer line, oh, Father God, that may be going through it, Lord. We pray, oh, Father God, that your Holy Ghost fire protection will cover them. We rebuke the evil, demonic, wicked arrows that Satan tries to throw their way. We send it straight to the abyss, oh, Lord. Father God, we just lift your holy, mighty, and precious name up, Lord, and we just give you all the honor and all the praise, all the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen, amen. 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 Anyone else here? I would like to pray. Okay. Um, Brenda didn't call in with you, Tranquility? No, but I thought I heard a voice. I thought I heard a voice too. (laughs) I'm on here. I thought she was on <laughs> there she is. She's here. She's here, Brenda. Brenda. No, this is um, Sherry. 
Oh, Sherry. Hey, Sherry, go on and go on and pray. Hey, Sherry, go on and go on and pray, Sherry. Okay, Father God, thank you for this beautiful time that we're having together, honoring your name and your glory and all the gifts that you're going to bestow upon us. Lord, we we know that you're you're a father of promises that wants to protect his children, and we know that you're here covering us with your blood, and and that you're going to hold us through as our bearing of our crosses, and that when your will will be done when it's your timing, not ours. And whatever we have to go through from here on out, we know that we will be given that strength and endurance to withstand the enemy's darts. And Father God, I thank you for that glory, that glory that you're going to bestow on all of us. And Father God, even though we want things done in our time, um, we're going to accept the fact that in your word, you have told us that we will be facing these times and for, and you gave us the tools and told us what to do when it, when it happens. And so maybe we all be reminded to put on our armor of God, our armor of God and, and know, and knowing that it's going to give us the protection that we need. And Lord, as we bear our crosses and feel the pain, okay, give us, give us that peace to know that we are being like you. We're being Christ-like and you didn't have it easy either and and you were targeted as well and you were that blemish and father god i thank you i thank you for for covering us with your blood and dying for us father god and i trust you to the rest of the process of all this lord and i thank you once again for allowing us to have this opportunity to come together because we know that you said that power there's power in prayer and i believe that and thank you. And Lord, you know, receive receive the fact that we, uh, you know, we we did what you told us to do as far as you know the fast, you know, to give up something of 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 our fleshly needs, you know, so that our uh, our prayers would be in reverent to what you want in return. And Lord, I I I thank you for giving us the strength to do that. And in your precious name, I I pray these gifts that you have bestowed on us to keep to keep coming uh, because uh, it's not getting easier and and hear the prayers of everybody before I because I don't think I need to repeat them but I'm in, in accordance and I pray these names in your precious blood and name amen 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 Amen. Um, we have some scriptures. Uh, they're right in the invite. Um, I would uh, like, uh, I'm, I'll read the first five. The miracles of fasting and prayer. I want all those that are listening to know that we are fasting and prayer. This is will be our third week. And we give our God all the honor and praise because there's no other way this could happen without God. And we come together, we're fasting from 6 to 6, and we pray at 1 p.m. and at 6 p.m. to close. And um, we're just looking for great movement from God. We know that only certain things can be broken through fasting and prayer. And we're asking that this third week we we just be stronger, that, you know, God really, we just, we, we, perfect, we perfect this uh, movement. And that our prayers are definitely 
exemplifying the right the praise of the righteous and a fervent praise of the righteous availeth much. Um, so we're looking at uh, some of the uh, scriptures tonight will be ba uh, based on miracles of fasting and prayer. Um, Sherry, do you have the link? Um, Betty, you have the link? And Minister Jerome, do you have the link? I, I don't. I, I don't. I, 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 I really don't. I don't. But, uh, give me what you want me to read and I can read it. Uh, it's in the link. No, the, oh. the scriptures are already to they're written in in that link. Uh, Minister oh. Jerome, do you have the link? Uh, yes, yes, I do. Um, let's see, I'm looking All through right. it right now. Uh, let's see. Right, there's a section that says miracles of fasting and prayer scriptures. Okay, yeah, click on that. Perfect. Okay. I'm going to read one, two, three, four, five. Um, Sherry, can you do six, Matthew 6, 16? Sherry, you see it? Sherry? Yes. It's Matthew 6, you, 16. Straight through Matthew see, 6, I have 16, to. I have 18. to get another, I have to get another device powered up here, so um yeah so okay uh, just a if you can't i have okay, i don't have a, like probably a phone like all of you guys do you know it's just a basic flip phone so um what uh are oh, you wanting okay. me to read uh, i need you to have the link because the link has the scriptures already designated mm -hmm. for this uh prayer miracle oh, i'm sorry then you'll prayer. have to then i'll have to bow out from doing that then sorry Okay, do you, Jerome then, because I was going to have him do the next five, but we'll just do 10 instead of 15. Jerome, can you do Matthew 6, 16 straight through Daniel 10, 3? Sure. No problem. Okay. Uh, you want me to do Miracles this right now? Are you, uh... Right after me. I'm going to do, I'm going to okay. read uh, from James 5, 16 to 1 John 1, 9, and then you can pick it up in Matthew 6, 16. Okay. Right. Sounds good. All right. Okay. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. James 5, 16. These are, we're reading about miracles of fasting and prayer. These are scriptures. Acts 14, 23. And when they had appointed elders for them in every church with prayer and fasting, they committed them to the Lord in whom they had believed. 2 Corinthians eleven twenty seven. In toil and hardship, through many a sleepless night, in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure. Still praising God. Luke 2, 37. And then, as a widow, until she was 84, she did not depart from the temple, worshiping with fasting and prayer night and day. And First uh, John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Okay. Matthew 6, 16. Amen. Amen. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. 
Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. Uh, Matthew 4.2, and after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. James 4.3, you ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. At 9.9, Acts 9.9, and for three days he was without sight and neither ate nor drank. Matthew six sixteen through 18. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father which is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Daniel 10.3. I ate no delicacies, no meat or wine entered my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all for the full three weeks. All right, you want me to stop right there, correct? Right, right. I'll take them. I'll read a few more. Isaiah 58, 1 through 14. Cry aloud, do not hold back. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their transgression, to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as if they were a nation that did righteousness and did not forsake the judgment of their God. They ask of me righteous judgments. They delight to draw near to God. Why have we fasted and you see it not? Why have we humbled ourselves and you take no knowledge of it? Behold, in the day of your fast, you seek your own pleasure and oppress all your workers. Behold, you fast only to quarrel and to fight and to hit with a wicked fist. Fasting like yours this day will not make your voice to be heard on high. Is such the fast that I choose a day for a person to humble himself? Is it to bow down his head like a reed and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Will you call this a fast and a day acceptable to the Lord? Ezra 8.21, then I proclaimed a fast there at the river Ahava, that we might humble ourselves before our God to seek from him a safe journey for ourselves, our children, and all our goods. James 5.14, is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Philippians 4.6.7, do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Acts 13, three. Then after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and they sent them off. Acts 13, two. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart from me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work to which I have called them. Joel 2.12, yet even now declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. And finally, Colossians 4.2, continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for miracles of fasting and prayer. Many of the biblical stories tell us how 
chains were broken. Things would change. Breakthroughs were made about through fasting and prayer. And only certain things can be broken through fasting and prayer. God, as we go into our third week, we ask you, God, to break up the chains, Heavenly Father. Break this satanic chain of this targeted individual program. Break that satanic chain of untimely death. Break that satanic change of chain of using uh, induced diseases as generational curses. Break it up, dear God. We're asking you to take the power away from these demons, that spiritual wickedness in high places. We decree and declare that time is coming for change. In Jesus' name, amen. So now we'll just take a look. We're going to look at God will guide our steps. This article is one from the BibleKnowledge.com group, which I enjoy reading. And um, we'll see. Here are a couple of thoughts to consider about God directing our steps. And we will see in the scripture verses that are listed that the prophet Jeremiah, God will now be giving him a brand new future and a brand new hope for his life. If God could do it for Jeremiah, he sure can do it for us. We're now operating on a different playing field. Now that we have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and we have made a complete and full surrender of our entire life over to God the Father, he is now in complete and total charge of our lives. When we make this full surrender with God, it is now his job to take full and complete care of us in every detail of our lives, including finding the next job that he wants us to move into. There's not an area or detail in our lives that God will not be willing to help out with no matter how small or trivial we may think it is. The Holy Spirit is called the helper in the Bible. It is now the helper's job to help us in every single area of our lives where we need his help. Here is what we really need to ground on in our own personal walk with God now that we're walking in God's perfect will for our lives. God will now be the one to fully guide us into whatever jobs he will want us to have from here on in. The choice is no longer ours. God now has a perfect divine plan and destiny set up for our lives. And he will now be the one to guide us every step of the way into the fulfillment of that divine plan. What specific jobs he will now be taking, we will now be taking will be very important in our own spiritual growth and development with God. The jobs, and when I'm not talking about just paid jobs. It could be a spiritual job. It could be a healing job. It could be a job taking care of an elderly person. The jobs that we will now be taking will be building blocks that will lead us into whatever God's specific plan and destiny is going to be for us in our lives. This now takes the burden off of us in trying to find the next right job. We obviously will still have to seek after the next job, but God will now be guiding our steps as we continue to seek after new jobs, making sure that we always land in the specific jobs that he will want us to have at the exact time he will want us to have them. We're now operating on a different playing field where the rules have changed a bit for us. 
What this means is that we go on a job interview and do not get the job. This means that God did not want us to have that job in the first place. And he was the one who closed the door on getting that job so as to make sure that we did not go down a wrong path. So when we keep getting rejected after several interviews, do not look at these rejections like we are failures. Look at these as jobs that God simply did not want us to have in the first place and that he was the one who was running interference so as to make sure that we did not end up taking the wrong jobs. Remember, God already has our next new job all set up and planned out for us. All we have to do is simply wait for his timing to bring it to pass. We know the waiting can really get to us, but this is how God develops the fruit of patience and faith in our personalities. We simply have to have full faith, trust, and belief that God now has our lives completely in his hand and that he will bring us the right things, the right job at the right time. Not only does God have a set plan and a set future for our lives, but he also has a set timetable in which all these plans will manifest in our lives. We simply have to learn how to have patience during these waiting periods. In the meantime, God will make sure and arrange that we have enough money and support coming in to help us keep afloat until this next opportunity comes through. This is where we have to learn how to have complete faith in the Most High God, that he can do all of this for us. Trust me, this is the writer. He said, both Chris and I have been put through the waiting ringer plenty of times, and God has never failed to keep us afloat and open the door to the next step in our walk with him when the time was right. You can take that fact to the bank. The scripture verses. Below are some of the best verses from scripture that will show us that it is now God's job to fully guide our every step of the way as we now embark on his new journey, on this new journey with him. We should study these verses very carefully. This is where many Christians really miss the boat with God. Too many of us are running our own lives and making our own choices instead of turning the reins of our lives over to God the Father for him to truly, fully handle. Only God knows what our true potentials are in this life, and he is the only one who can arrange to have those full potentials maximized and realized in this life. The first verse will specifically tell us that God now has a definite plan and future set up for our lives. This is from the prophet Jeremiah, and it's a very popular verse. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope, Jeremiah 29, 11. Notice the words, to give you. God is going to give us, to bring us his specific plans and future that he now has in store for our lives. We should memorize these verses. This, this is a one line verse that's extremely powerful here. That's Psalms 37, 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Mm. Another way to look at this is that a step is one day in your life. 
What this means is that God now has each of us, each of our lives perfectly planned out for us to the day that we depart from this life. We are now on the yellow brick road with the yellow color now being the right, the light of God himself. Our jobs are to now live each day to its fullest, always trying to do the best at whatever God will be calling us to do for him on that particular day. If we can learn how to keep this kind of mindset, we will be less likely to throw pity parties when things do not go the way we think they should. We should study this next verse very carefully as it really applies to our situation. A man's, uh, Proverbs 16, 9, a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. That verse means that at times we will have to plan things out. We have to try to figure things out, start testing things out. As we're doing all of this, God will then direct our steps as we're walking them out. And before you know it, we will then end up at the place where God will want us to be at. This verse perfectly fits into what we are dealing with right now on the in many job situations. We now have to seek after this next new assignment. But as we are in the process of seeking after the next new job, God will then make sure that he perfectly guides our steps all the way so that we can then land in the next job or income opportunity that he wants us to have. We will thus find it as we are seeking after it. Here is another very powerful verse that will tell us that God will provide us with his divine protection if we are willing to listen to him and follow his ways. But whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without fear of evil. Proverbs 133. And for treasured individuals, we need this scripture. Again, whoever listens to the Most High God will dwell safely and be secure without fear of evil. Mm. Proverbs 133. Notice the words, listen to me. God leads us, we follow. If we do, then God will give us safe and secure dwelling in this life and protection from evil things. And if we're in this program here, we need all the protection we can get. There is a very powerful promise for all believers. Many Christians find themselves in one dire circumstance after another as a result, sometimes of not listening to God and doing what we want, what we want them to be doing, doing what we want to be doing with our lives. The next five verses will tell us that God will now be fully guiding our steps in this life. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge the most high God. And guess what? He shall direct your our paths. Proverbs 3, 5. Uh, Isaiah 48, 17 says, Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. Isaiah 48, 17. Psalms 32, 8 tells us, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Psalms 48, 14 says, for this is God, our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even to death. 
Heavenly Father, we thank you for these scriptures, God. We thank you, God, that even to death, we know that the Most High God will take our hand and guide us at the path. And every demon trying to harm or hurt us or harm and hurt those we've lost shall be stopped and hindered in the name of Jesus. For this is God, this is God, our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even to death. We're looking at following the steps of the Most High God. The Lord will guide us continually, Isaiah 58, 11. Notice the specific words that God will guide us continually. He will be our guide even to death. He will guide with his eye. He leads us by the way we should go. He teaches us to profit. He instructs us and directs our path. God is the boss. These are extremely powerful words. All of these verses make it very clear that it is God's job to fully guide us. Not man, but it's God's job to fully guide us. And it is God's job to direct our steps in this life. And all of this is given to us free of charge. This is why we can let go and let God. This is why the Bible tells us that we can now cast all of our burdens and cares upon the Most High God. Because it is now God's job when we use our free will to serve him, to make an effort to be perfected like his son, to move in his direction that God will take full and complete care of us, all of us, from the moment we fully surrender everything over to him. The next verse now goes one step further and specifically tells us that it is not our responsibility to direct our own steps in this life. That this responsibility now belongs to God and God alone. You know, I had a hard time uh, dealing with this, you know, because I really, I enjoyed education and teaching and teaching. You know, I'm like, oh, I don't really want to pick another career. Um, you know, I had done Bible teaching before I was, when I was younger. I was a Bible teacher in the church. I was an usher. But my career was teaching. And I had to just break down and say, God, wherever you lead me, I'll go. And um, I'm living this. So, oh Lord, I know the way of man is not in himself. It's not in man who walks to direct his own steps, Jeremiah 10, 23. Put this verse together with all the other ones listed above, and it becomes quite clear that it is God's job to direct our steps in this life, not ours. We can want to be this, want to be that. But until we say, God, take the wheel, take the wheel, and especially if you're in this program, you got to know that you know that God has to make these decisions or else we wouldn't even, I, I know I wouldn't even be here. So this next verse is especially for us. Notice that the last sentence where it tells us to trust in God, to wait patiently for him and that he will bring it to pass. God, we've been waiting and I'm just, we continue to wait, but he's carrying us and we see that it, the tide is moving. This program is getting exposed. This program will be shut down. This demonic program will be shut down in God's timing. And sometimes an awesome God allows this type of evil for the benefit of humanity. That is the only reason I can see 
that this type of evil program, this targeted individual program, this eugenics program, playing with people's health continuously, disabling people, continuously putting people into some type of suffer mode could only be allowed for the benefit of mankind in the future to make sure that these types of crimes never happen again. And I think a lot of it stems with the abortion movement, um, the, uh, you know, the, a lot of the, 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 the sin pot is full. And they're using governance structures to advance making the sin pot full, or this would never go this far. So the scripture says, delight yourself also. This is Psalms 37, 4 and 7. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he will give us the desires of our heart. We must commit our way to God, trust in him, and he shall bring it to pass. God, he's going to bring it to pass. We have to know it. This program has to come down. We must rest in the Lord, and we must wait, patiently wait for him. Psalms 37, 4, 7. Conclusion. I know it can get rather stressful and trying while while waiting for God to bring this next situation, this next income opportunity, this next job, this next breakthrough to us. But this is where we really have to give ourselves pep talks from the time, from time to time, when we start to get too down, just like a professional athlete does when he starts to go into a slump. We have to take our scripture and come out that prompt. The professional athlete can either quit or talk himself back into the game until he gets his swing or shot back. In this game with God, we have to give ourselves pep talks from time to time, telling ourselves that God has complete control over our entire situation, that the ship is not going to sink, and that our breakthrough will come and at the exact time that he has it set up to occur on God's timetable. Until that happens, we must do what that last verse says, that last verse says to do. <coughs> Excuse me, and that is rest in the Lord. Otherwise, we will drive ourselves crazy with all of the nervous energy that will start to eat at us and rob us of our peace and joy that we now have in God. When it is all said and done, we will look back on all of this and see that we had wasted a tremendous amount of negative energy since it will have been shown to us that God finally came through for us. In Jesus' name. Yes, again. When it's all said and done, we'll look back on this situation, this targeted situation. We will say that all of the, the that negative energy, it will have been shown to us that God finally came through for us. And that's where we ask you, God, for divine intervention on that mandamus lawsuit. To hold these people accountable to stop this corruption, stop these people holding top positions with no oath of office with no allegiance to the Constitution, which was created through biblical ordinance, through biblical laws, we come against that devil's betrayal of the Constitution. We come against that devil's betrayal of God's laws. We come against the master deceptions with everything associated with the devil. 
This means that God will come in with breakthrough on his time schedule and not ours. It is my hope that all of the above scriptures will help give us some peace of mind. The Bible is truly the infallible word of our holy God. And we can totally and completely rely on what all of the above scripture verses are trying to tell us. Well, the Bible is the basic instructions before leaving earth. So we thank you, Lord. That is just, I wanted to just, I needed the encouragement myself that God will guide our steps, stay in faith, ground your faith in shakable truth. Know that we're operating on a different playing field. Know that we're fasting and praying. So we've upped up our prayers. We've upped up our prayer life. Know that in God's time, things are going to turn, turn, turn around. Every curse these demons put on this earth will be turned into a blessing. So we can say thank you, God, in advance, because we know that recompense is coming, that suffering is going to be stopped, that treasured individuals that have been targeted despite their beautiful accomplishments in their lives, okay, that have lost income, have lost money behind this sick program, that the devil's tried to do everything to destroy us. We know that God is in charge. And sometimes brokenness brings is, is something that we just have to go through. So we just give you all the praise, dear God, all the glory for the breakthrough that's coming through with the destruction of this targeted individual program with the destruction of eugenics across the board. We thank you, God, for each and every person that puts some fasting and prayers down. We thank you, God, for turning things around. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Any comments? Amen. amen. Um, I, I, this is Sherry. Um, one of the things that I have been taught over the years in regards to fasting is is um in the fasting process is you know is to fast is to mean to go without food and going without food the the monies that would pay for the food that you didn't consume are to be given in a fast giving and that fast giving is to be appropriated to help the needy to for a temporal of their of their needs like you know for the poor the downridden and um it's it's just not for you know building our strength and getting answering prayer and that's one of the things that i did not hear tonight about that part of fasting that he has told us to do with the to do with the fast giving so I don't know if you're aware okay. of any of that. Or not. What scripture are you referencing, Sherry? Where's that in the Bible? I mean, I mean, it's a good, it's a good philosophy, but is that a biblical dictate? Yeah, it does. Let me think. Um, um, I mean, it's it sounds wonderful, but is this man's law or God's law? Because you know, it's God's law. The purpose it's, of fasting. It's God's law for us to always help the needy, not just when we're fasting. 
it's God's law that it tells us, you know, to, to help the needy, to help people that cannot help. So it's, it, you know, but when you, when you fast, you, you, you know, the Bible tells us what the fasting is for. And I just, just never saw it. And if you could tell me where it's at, I mean, it'd be an edification process for me. But I think it's a good ideal, but we can't say it's a b biblical dictate if we can't substantiate it. I mean, because you're telling me what I didn't cover. I can't cover what's not in the Bible. But it's definitely, you know, I mean, I agree with you that, you know, but I could never tell people, you know, you're supposed to take your money that you would spend on food and give it to the ministry or give it to the Salvation Army. Right. I just can't do that. Because that's hey, why God so, gives us free will. Yeah. He gives us free right, will. Ladies. You 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 know, you that's nah. a conviction of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit's gonna tell you how to spend your money. You you know, if you're fasting and praying, you know, and you see somebody hungry, whether you fasting and praying or not, you're supposed to say, Here, let me help you. But it's an extra charge of the Holy Spirit, you know, to make you really you know, want to give that person some money because, you know, because you're even like more sensitive through the fasting and praying. And I'll just give an example. Um, I was at my cousin's house and, you know, this, this the treatment of his dog. I mean, I just blurted out crying and I realized I was like, you know, through fasting and praying, mm -hmm. you almost have a more sensitive spirit of right and wrong. You're more conscious of, you know, I was like, yo, this is abuse. I mean, this is just not right. So, I mean, yes, I could say that, you know, part of fasting and praying does make you more sensitive to the needs of the needy. But I, I couldn't tell nobody that you got to take your food money that you're not eating and go give it to the Salvation Army. I, I, I mean, I can't make it a mandate that that I just, you know, like I said, if if you know something, I don't know. Let me know. Um, Minister Jerome, you were going to say something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't I, I actually didn't hear the question that I, I, I wanted to kind of like I was I'm sorry. I, you know, can you repeat the question? I know there was something about fasting where you needed to. Uh, what was the question again, uh, Sister Sherry? Well, I I've read it in the Bible several places that when we fast, that we are to give fast giving, and then we're to give it to the minister to to give to the poor and the needy, and so um, I'm looking. All right, so. Yeah, so uh, there's a there's a few scriptures in the Word of God where it says. Uh, you know that we're supposed to, uh, you know, to give when when asked, right? Um, I, you know, it, it, you would have to actually show me a scripture where it actually shows uh, the fasting. Well, fasting is more so giving yourself to God, you know, um, because we're, we're we're giving our petitions over to God, and 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 as and as we give our petitions to God, we're actually giving of ourselves to him, you know? So uh, now uh, I will highly encourage that if the Holy Spirit does put it upon your heart to 
you know, to give to, um, you know, a particular ministry or uh, somebody on the streets uh, while you're fasting, absolutely be obedient to that. Um, uh, but, but in regards to where it's a requirement while you're fasting, uh, I don't like, I don't see that in the word of God. Uh, but like, but once again, if the Holy Spirit is putting it upon your heart to do it. I would, I, I would highly recommend you do it because, you know, you definitely want to be obedient to the Holy Spirit, you know? Does that answer your question? Okay, I found something here. It says, the Lord describes the proper fast, which includes fast offerings, and that is in Isaiah 58, 3 through 12, and Matthew 6, 16 through 18. All right, let's take a look at Isaiah what? 58? Uh, Isaiah 58, 3 through 12. Okay. I'll read three to twelve and let's take a look. Because I'm always I love learning. Okay. Um this is the NIV, but okay. Three through three through twelve. That's correct. Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked lit fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. In this kind of fast, I have chosen only a day for people to humble themselves. It is only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying a sackcloth in ashes. Is that what you call a fast? A day acceptable to the Lord? Is this not this is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen to loose the chains of injustice, amen, and unite the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break ye yoke, break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter when you see the naked to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood? Then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Right. It does. I mean, it, but it doesn't say to take, you know, you can't tell, you know, tell, you know, fasting. Yes, that's a good point that you said. It's also a time to provide the poor with shelter when you see the naked to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood. It's a time to share your food with the hungry. Right. But that's not you know, uh, take your, you know, take your food money and go give it to somebody. Well, the purpose right, right. of so fasting is to develop spiritual yeah. strength, including resisting temptation, and to develop self-mastery, making our spirits masters of our bodies, and then to show humility and showing sorrow and uh, enhancing your prayer life. And then it's obtaining spiritual knowledge, you know, to give your testimony, you know, to give it strength, and then, and also to receive spiritual guidance, and then helping the needy. So, you know, how do we help the needy? You know, it's by our offerings, whether it be our time, 
you know, that just goes right back to the, you know, our, our tithing, which you could correlate that into that, you know, back in the day when the tithes were to give 10% of our tithing, well, a lot of people were paid a monetary value. They were given bushels of apples, you know, or, or the, you know, they gave the best of their, of their chickens or goats or whatever as their offering, you know, so, um, that's, that's kind of where I got it on that. It was, uh, right. right. And, yeah. and okay. Right. I, I, I went, go ahead. Yeah. Amen. I was just going to say that, uh, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, sister Sherry, you, uh, mm-hmm. and, and even, uh, so that particular verse in Isaiah 58, we actually, uh, uh, last week we, we actually went in Isaiah 58 a lot. Um, and, uh, it, it's actually a really good passage, uh, concerning fasting um and uh and just like i was saying it's very good uh to do that right especially while you're fasting um you know it's you know a beautiful thing um all i'm saying is that it's not a commandment to do right so you can say okay this is what i'm going to go ahead and do i'm gonna go ahead while i'm fasting i want to go ahead and i want to feed the poor i want to do these things that the holy spirit has put it upon my heart to do and and absolutely if you got somebody to do it i like i uh, highly recommend you do that. You, you get what I mean, but um, it's not a it's not a requirement why you fast is what I'm saying. So, um, you know, uh, so in in that particular passage, yes, God will grant a lot of things when you do these things, right? Because you're literally following in and um, and exactly what the Word of God is stating. Um, all I am saying is that when you're fasting, what you're doing is you're presenting your body a living sacrifice to God. Right. So um, so you can do it privately or you can do it in a group setting. Uh, you can do like uh, what Daniel called a Daniel fast. Right. Uh, so there's all types of different types of fasts that you can do. Uh, but, um, yeah, uh, Sister Sherry, I would highly incorporate that. Um, you know, um, if God is putting that upon your heart to do, uh, do that. You know what I mean? Uh, I truly believe that he will tr- uh, tremendously bless you um, uh, in that, you know, uh, in, in that path that you're going on. Uh, so, amen. And I definitely would like to uh, read that other passage that you were saying in Matthew. Uh, you were saying Matthew, was it Matthew 6 or Matthew 5? I can't remember. Um, you just said it, Sherry. Yeah, I know. And Sherry, Sherry let me ask you now, are you fasting? Because you, 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 you said you were going to, are you fasting? Are you going to, and are you giving if are you fasting? I have been. And I um with us? but I ate but I fa- ate dinners. Right, we eat dinner. We eat dinner. Yes, I fasted to answer your question. Okay, I just wanted to know. Now are you taking your your food money and giving it to the uh poor? Am I giving my food money? Right. Because that's what you said we were supposed to do. Give the food money to, uh, you know. I didn't say it like that. I said from my remembrance of what I was taught about fasting, that there was a fast giving. And, and 
that God spoke about that in the verses that I gave you in Isaiah and Matthew about taking the, you know, whatever bought you your food um, to share it with the needy. So, no, I I haven't even left my home. I'm in a cyclone storm. I don't have transportation. So, no, I didn't go out and take my money in my purse to give it to people, if that's what you're insinuating. No, I, I was just I was just asking, but thank you for sharing that scripture. No. With all honesty. Yeah. Um huh. All right. Thank you. Well we Yeah, thank thank you for sharing the scripture. With all honesty, um it, it is, you know, I'm glad to know that that is part of, you know, uh, what God would like us to do to share our food with the hungry and provide the poor. But you know, to, with all honesty, but I he, do this but all the time. No, it wasn't just the food, Miriam, that was where you got it wrong. You only heard part of it. You know, we were to give our fasting money, you know, our fast offering is what it's called, to the minister for him to use as needed for the needy, for a temporal, you know, what because it was just a temporal thing, you know, to take care of the downtrodden. You know the people of the need and need that were in the church. You know the poor, the hungry, the widows, and that's what they did. Oh, okay. That was the offering the that was done. But in our world, you know, it's no. You know, we only pick and choose what feels right. Is that from the Church of the Latter Day Saints? Oh, it was right out of the Bible. I don't put labels so, and denominations on my on my understanding. I didn't, no, I didn't see anything. I, I didn't see anything in that scripture about donating money uh, to the minister. So the minister, you mm-hmm. know, because that's that third party. That you know, yeah, so, if you're going to donate, yeah. you can donate straight to the poor yourself. So that sounds when, like when you know somebody take up. When most churches take up offerings, usually your your off your you know your tithe goes for the operational expenses of the church and for the minister. When there's special offerings in most churches, it's 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 told for a specific reason. A lot of times, it's for the missionaries that are there, you know, or there's a special need in with somebody in the in the church, you know. That's what I'm talking about. Well, the good thing, the good thing, ladies, um, that, uh, you know, for both of you guys is that, uh, you know, both of you guys got extremely uh, great hearts and um, you guys both uh, are givers, right? Um, Just being here on uh, this call tonight uh, actually shows um, that you're giving of self, which is always a good thing. And God blesses that as well. Um, So, uh, you know, we want to, uh, definitely, uh, you know, stay focused in uh, on the fasting part. Um, and, and and you're right. Um, there is, uh, you're supposed to give 10% of, uh, you know, um, not just the income, but, you know, God, you know, like you were saying, Sherry, uh, you know, Sister Sherry, in the Old Testament, a lot of times, you know, they didn't have uh, revenue, right? So the revenue was more so like trading, like flocks, goats, sheep, uh, anything 
uh, tickings, right? So you always want to give the good, uh, the best of your first fruits, which is the ten percent, right? And you exactly. give it to God, but you could, but you don't, but you don't, also, but you don't even stop there. You could also uh, give like what we're doing, right? It's midnight, right? Which means midnight is the beginning of the day, right? We're here on Sunday at midnight, so we're actually uh, this is a representation of giving our first fruits, right? Because it's midnight. We're on a prayer line, and we're lifting up the name of God. So we're we're literally giving our first fruits right now. Uh, and then also in the, in the New Testament, uh, it speaks about how the disciples uh, came together, right? And they and they brought all of their uh, all of uh, their things together, so that there was not a need. And if there was a need, everybody was everybody shared amongst each other. So no one went yeah. without, right? Um, and so, uh, you know, they, uh, that's a, uh, they speak on that in the New Testament. But, um, it, you know, in regards to just fasting, praying, and then also giving to the needy, it's always good to do that. And not just in fasting, but, you know, um, as the Holy Spirit uh, leads you, right? Um, just today, you know, I was, there was a gentleman um, that, you know, I saw in a wheelchair, right? And um, I was, I literally was about to give him some money because um, he was in a wheelchair and he was on the corner. And I said, well, if he's on the corner, when I get out of the store, then I'm going to help him out. Well, I, I, I go out the store, jump in the truck, and I'm going to uh, uh, to where he was. And as I'm going to where he was, I realized that he wasn't begging for money. He was actually uh, there waiting on a bus. <laughs> I, just didn't real, I just didn't realize it, right? Uh-huh. Uh, but I was literally about to get out of my truck and give him some money because, you know, I'm like, you know, I want to make sure that he was taken care of. So in, in those instances, in those instances, when you, when you feel, you know, the, you know, led by the Holy spirit, you know, do that. Right. Because there's a blessing in that. Right. It's not, you, you might feel like it's you, but in reality, um, there's a blessing inside of that when you're obedient, especially if, if the Holy spirit is saying, do it. Like no matter what, like and I and I get those, exactly. uh, you know, the, right, um, you know, a lot of times. So and then, uh, you know, also you want to do it to where you don't let anybody else know what you're doing, right? Because you know, uh-huh. we just read it actually. This, uh, you know, we just read it this evening where it says, you know, you want to do things in private, and God uh-huh. will, will reward you openly, right? So. You know, you do those things and uh, you do it privately, right? And then God, he definitely will reward you um, openly. So, amen, amen. So, uh, yeah. Amen. Thank you, Sherry, amen. for the input, though. I mean, it, it's definitely, uh, a, you know, and it was something that, um, well, I just read the scriptures. I didn't read all the scriptures um, from that miracles with fasting and prayer. So. <clears throat> But that's definitely um, in in addition <clears throat> to the beauty of fasting and prayer for you know God's hand to shine across our lives. You know um, it, what you're saying is is that <clears throat> when you help humanity, especially feeding the um, sick, I, I just made a, a big thing of soup and I call my neighbors. I feed them all the time, so. I didn't even know that was part of the requirements of, you know, not requirements, but it, it's something, in, you know, that's written to enhance the fast. So um, thank you for the mm-hmm. um, information, uh, that for those scriptures, rather. 
so that we can have more to divulge on. But I didn't read every scripture on fasting. I only read a portion. If you look at the link um, that I put in, you always have, you know, uh, the, the you, you always have it available to go through. And it probably, <clears throat> excuse me, it probably does have Isaiah 58 in there. <clears throat> but that is um, one of the chapters uh, Minister Jerome did bring up uh, during our fasting in the week uh, was Isaiah too. Um, you don't know, you don't remember the uh, the one in Matthew, Sherry? Because I'd love to look at that too. Yeah, no, I, I thought you had just said it. Okay, okay. Well, that was the scripture reading. Do you have any comments? When things on, come to me, the, then I say it out loud. You know, I and I, you know, yeah. And I and I'm all okay. I'm all filtered because I would I felt like uh, I was uh, under attack in the tone of the questions. So that oh, kind well, of I didn't want... gets me gets me off kilter, and so no, I don't remember. Well, you know, because that's I do fight against people's demons. I I hear I hear what? and I feel things. I I I I. Here and I feel things. I listen to tones and and so anyway, it's all good. Okay, all right. Well, this, we, that was a, a, the scripture reading. So thank you. Our topic tonight. Any comments on that? That God has a perfect plan for us. He never does it all at once, just step by step, because He wants to teach us to walk by faith, not by sight. The real topic uh, tonight was God will guide our steps. And um, that's why, you know, I even testified, you know, I was like very much like I want, I'm a teacher, I'm a teacher. I don't, you know, and um, I just had to humble myself and say, God, wherever you lead me, I'll follow. And um, <clears throat> any, oh, uh, I, do, I remember it was Jerome? Matthew 6. Yeah, Matthew, Matthew 6. That's what comes to my mind. I don't know. I don't remember the verses. I'm sorry. Okay, we'll we'll take a look at that another time. Uh, our topic tonight was God will guide our steps. Minister Jerome comments on God will guide our steps. Tranquility comments. Betty comments. Jerry comments. God will guide our steps. Uh, yeah. I'll, yeah I'm a, For me, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and comment a little bit. Then after that, I want to uh, do a quick little prayer. And then I'm going to close out because I got to get up super early in the morning. Um, so uh, my so my comment um, on, on God guiding our steps is this, uh, regardless of, of what's going on, right, um, you know, God, he is going to always guide our steps, right? And, and the way that we know that it's God is when it's pure, right? When, when you know that, the, the, like, it's, it's being done and there, there isn't any... Um, uh, there, there, there isn't any. Um, there, it, it's done purity, right? There's not like a, a personal uh, agenda, right? It's specifically just God's will, right? And 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 He's literally ordering your footsteps, right? So, uh, my thing is is is, is to uh, continue to pray, and, and 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 ask God for tunnel vision, right? 
in that in that aspect because once once you pray it, he'll literally do it, and uh, you will know that that's that is coming from him. Uh, you know because he'll he'll place it upon your heart, and you'll know it beyond a shadow of a doubt. You won't have any uh, any doubt that is coming from him. Uh, so, Amen. So. I love the the Bible study tonight, the scriptures, every you know, the uh uh you know, um the coming together of you guys. It was a beautiful thing. Um and uh, we you know, I I wanna encourage each and every person on the prayer line to, you know, continue on the fast, continue on this fight, right? And you know, uh I know uh, sometimes uh I you know, I think sometimes we can um get you know, dealing with situations of uh, of how Satan tries to come in and tries to attack, right? We got to just rebuke that that spirit, and and, and we got to continue to move forward, uh, knowing that God's hand is in it, right? Uh, God's hand is always in the midst of it. So we just got to look uh, at that and look uh, beyond anything else and uh, definitely have tunnel vision. All right, you guys? So I'm going to go ahead and pray, and then I'm going to go ahead and turn it back over to, uh, to you, uh, uh, Sister Mary and Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we just give you all praise, honor, and glory for who you are, oh God. Lord Jesus, I thank you for the gathering that we've done tonight, Lord, as we lifted your name up. Lord, I thank you that the scriptures resonated within us. I thank you, oh Father God, that we learned about your about fasting. We learned uh, how to continue, oh Lord, to uh, uh, be guided uh, in the footsteps that you present uh, for us, oh God. Lord Jesus, I pray that we can that you continue to strengthen us on the top of our head to the sole of our feet, oh God. I pray um, each for each and every person that's on this call, Lord, continue to cover them with your precious blood uh, from the top of their head to the sole of their feet, oh Father God. Cover their Cover their, their bloodline, Lord. Cover their family, their friends, oh, Father God. Cover their going out and their going in, Lord. Cover their finances. Cover their properties, oh, Father God. Uh, oh, Lord, cover <clears throat> anything and everything that is attached to them, oh, Father God. Cover them, oh, Father God, that is approved. Cover everything that's attached to them that is approved by Holy by the Holy Ghost fire. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, Lord. So um, as I end this prayer, oh, Lord, I ask, oh, Lord, that you continue to baptize us with your fresh anointing of your Holy Ghost fire, Lord. We thank you. We praise you for your precious love, for your grace and your mercy, Lord. We just want to give you all praise, honor, and glory. Mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Tomorrow, there's a special... I just want to say, before you leave, um, Minister Jerome, uh, tomorrow there's a special Dr. King prayer meeting for T memorial service for TIs. Okay. Treasured individuals that we lost. I'll put you it know in what the time, text. What time? Okay. TIEvents.org. TIEvents.org. It's under featured events. Yes. Yeah. Right. Featured okay. events. I'm sorry. TIEvents.org. Uh, okay. Dr. Millicent okay. and Frank Allen are sponsoring that. So that that's usually okay. a big forum. And it's a definitely, forum. Definitely, I'll definitely. You know. yeah. Okay, I'll definitely check right. it out uh, tomorrow. And 
and uh, definitely try to be on that call. It's, it's important that that uh, we remember uh, the ones that uh, had to go through uh, this evil, demonic, wicked torment. Um, and, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, I, it's, it's truly important that we remember uh, their suffering, right? Uh, and, uh, you know, as we get victory in this, uh, you know, we got to be reminded of them. And and they must get recompense, you know, whether it be to their families or, you know, loved ones, whoever. Uh, but you know, we got to we, we must remember them, you know, when this when this victory comes. So, Amen. I'm gonna definitely be on. All right. So, Amen. God bless you guys. Welcome. Amen. So, God. Melvin, Melvin just came. You may want to say hello before you leave. Yeah. How y'all doing? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, brother, brother Melvin, how are you, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I had made groceries late tonight, so I, I, I you know, I, I came in kind of late onto the call. But how, man, how's the weather out there? Y'all still get a lot of rain? Well, I, I, we got we all in different places where I'm at right now. It's still cold. It's not raining. Okay. Um. Yeah, but uh. Oh, you're yeah, not. Man. You're not in California. No, no, not not at this time. Uh, I am in uh, East St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I, I, de- I delivered a uh, load on Friday, excuse me, Saturday, and um, I did a 34 reset, which means that I can't drive for 34 hours. So I'll be picking up a load uh, early tomorrow morning. That's why I got to go ahead and give me some rest or whatnot. But Brother Melvin, man, God bless you. Um, glad to hear your voice, uh, you know, and hopefully you guys will be on uh, uh, tomorrow as we uh, remember the ones that, that, that lost their lives. So Yeah. Uh, like, I kind so. of have some good, good news, too. My um, uncle that's been locked away for, like, 43 years is a possi- has a possibility of, of getting out. Like, he's on, someone is wow. on his feet now. Amen. Wow. Amen. When I was born, so like I'm 43 now, so so that would make 43 years. I, I, I say, what well, my grandmother is going to be excited in spirit because you know she always paid paid along with the family and stuff too to make sure she have money and everything. So like like he's on the verge of getting out, getting out of jail, out of prison. Amen. Amen. That's it. Amen. Well, hey, you know, God is, amen. Yep. God is a God of second chances. Trust and believe that. Yeah, I, I was putting uh, him on the phone today when he get out and everything. It's a totally different world from him being locked up like in um, 79, like in the 70s. Like, yeah. if, I mean, it's totally different technology and everything. So he's going to have to try to relearn. Like, he'll be in his 70s, like mid, mid 70s or 80s. So he, he's kind of old. So he's gonna have to try to relearn technology and everything, because it's it, it, a totally different time. The guy coming out yeah. of jail is in his 70s or 80s. Yeah, like he would pop, more than likely be in his 70s. My uncle. That's horrible. That's horrible. Yeah. They messed up his whole life. They messed up his yep. whole life. Yeah, he went to jail when I was born for each time I made a birthday. 
that's like another year. What did he go to jail for? It was supposedly, they said that he supposedly shot somebody, but they didn't have all the evidence and stuff to prove that, like, he was the shooter. And, um, like, a lot of people came forward and stated that it wasn't him, but they didn't want to, you know, go go to court and testify. Like, they didn't want to have any part of it. So, so he didn't serve, like, I guess, like, 43 years in prison for so well, a crime he didn't commit. Well, listen, God is definitely a God of second chances, and if he didn't commit it, he's definitely a God of recompense. So, hey, yeah. I'll let, you know, we're, we're going to keep him in prayer, and uh, amen. Uh, yeah. Amen. So I salute, I salute you guys, and uh, God bless you guys, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to you guys tomorrow, okay? All right. Okay, this, good this night. All right. All right. God bless you. Good night. Uh, uh, Betty, we didn't hear from you. Betty? Oh, okay. I unmuted the phone. Okay. I know. You know, I dozed off. But but I woke back up. I, I pretty much was just... Well... I miss. I did miss some of the information that was given, but I'm. You know, I got back on. Mhm. Okay. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about now the the um that lawsuit. Oh, one foremost, the, yes, the lawsuit being filed is called a mandamus. It's actually called a writ of mandamus. A mandamus is a judicial remedy in the form of an order. So they're looking for the courts to give an order. I'm assuming without reading it, somebody's phone's got background noise. Somebody's phone got... You probably want to mute until you got a question. Okay, much better. So a mandamus is a judicial remedy in the form of an order from a court to any government subordinate court, corporation, or public authority to do some specific act which that body is obliged under law to do and which is in the nature of a public duty and in certain cases one of a statutory duty. So they filed a writ of mandamus and that means they're looking for the government entity to, let me just give an example. You can file a writ of mandamus for government officials to have an oath of office because they're supposed to have an oath of office. So you can file a writ of mandamus for government officials to protect the people because they're supposed to protect the people. That's part of their, um, that's part of their, their duty. So let's take a look at that lawsuit. One second. And I did upload it. Um, it? Okay, I'll just click the link again. Yeah, prayer for God's favor over the below treasured individual lawsuit. Okay. <clears throat> okay, in the United States District Court, and uh, this is in Texas, Mel. 
Rid of mandamus complaint for declaratory and injunctive relief and damages. Mm, jury trial demanded. Beautiful. To the Honorable Court, now come the plaintiffs targeted Justice, Inc., Lenoid Burr, Timothy, da-da-da. Okay, all these people. And uh, on her own behalf and in behalf of her minor daughter. Oh, wow. Good for her. Got her daughter in there. <clears throat> uh, through their undersigned counsel, respectively, allege and pray. Uh, introduction under the guise of natural national security for decades the agencies of the united states government have subjected unsuspecting american citizens to cruel illegal covert human experimentation bingo very nice okay that 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 is number one okay because that's almost like saying You've been putting uh, Americans in eugenics programs. Number two, Executive Order 13526 provides that in no case shall information be classified, continue to be maintained as classified, or fail to be declassified in order to conceal violations of law, inefficiency, or administrative error. Excellent. They really found somebody competent. From 1953 to 1966, the Central Intelligence Agency, CIA, sponsored the MK Ultra program to control human behavior. CIA versus Sims, the program's stated purpose was that of developing brainwashing mm, and interrogation techniques mm, on unsuspecting subjects and underwent long-lasting cruel experimentation without their knowledge or consent. During 1975-76, Congress carried out an investigation of the MK Ultra program. The Church Committee, under the direction of the late Senator Frank Church, held hearings that resulted in the apparent shutdown of the program. Upon concluding his investigation, Senator Church tried to rein in the corrupted intelligence agencies when he publicly warned everyone that the National Security Agency's capability at any time could be turned around <clears throat> on the American people and no American would have any privacy left, such as the capability to monitor everything, telephone conversations, telegram, it doesn't matter. There would be no place to hide. If a dictator ever took over the NSA, the NSA could enable it to impose total tyranny, and there would be no way to fight back. Likewise, the COINTELPRO program mm, that started in the 30s was designed to crush political opposition through the use of illegal surveillance and persecution attacks. My God. In Puerto Rico, its effects were particularly devastating as the program known as Las Mm, Las Carpetas was used to imprison people, ruin their careers, fire them from their jobs, terminate their education. Oh, my goodness. And permanently discredit them. I got to look that up. La, La Carpeta. <clears throat> it was used to control the politics and society of Puerto Rico through fear, intimidation, and outright blackmail. Ooh, 
whoever did this lawsuit is honey. I'm liking it already. They did a fun, they did their homework. That's called doing your homework. This is I've done 20 years of research and did not know about Las Las Carpetas. I know about other excuse me, human research experimentation experiments that were done in Puerto Rico that were, I mean, just horrific. Okay. Um, I'm a little stuffed up in my nose, I hope. I don't want to catch any cold. All right, sorry. So far, oh, in the year 2000, let me make this larger. There we go. In the year 2000, defendant FBI former Director Louis Freach admitted in a House Appropriation Subcommittee hearing that the FBI did operate a program that did tre- tremendous destruction to many people, to the country, and certainly to the FBI. Freach Freach then vowed to redress some of the egregious uh, illegal action, maybe criminal action that occurred in the past. Number eight, presently defendants jointly collaborate with another illegal covert human experimentation and persecution program, a hybrid BMOF that combines MKUltra and COINTELPRO's Las Carpetas, labeled with the non-discrete moniker of the program, its global scope aims to control and destroy opposition. Hundreds of thousands of American citizens and lawful U.S. residents, such as plaintiffs, are subjects of this program, funded with billions of American taxpayer money. Mm. Beautiful introduction. Mm-mm-mm. Excuse me. Mm. Okay. On April 26, 2011, former FBI senior special agent in charge, Ken Gunnison, stated in an affidavit under penalty of perjury that thousands of innocent victims have been targeted by an illegal government ongoing active nationwide rogue criminal enterprise that is active 24 hours a day with the United States, whose increase in scope, intensity, and sophistication was made possible by the new communications and surveillance technology. See Exhibit 1. So that must be uh, Ten Gunderson's affidavit. Plaintiffs request that this court take judicial notice of this statement filed within the case. See the war against Puerto Ricans. I gotta see this. I never knew about this. Carpetas. <clears throat> war against Puerto Ricans. Wow. Mm. The Ponce massacre. Wow. I might have friends from Ponce. <clears throat> mm. Justice is incidental to law and order. FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover. Mm. Well, I gotta read this. Mm, I gotta read this. Mm, mm, mm. Let me put this on my Facebook. I got a lot of Puerto Rican friends. <coughs> Where is it? Where is it? Okay, life got a bad 
That's some that that means the carpet. That that's something you put under the carpet. But I had no idea. No wonder they took over Puerto Rico. They ran out all the educated Puerto Ricans. They stripped them. They turned them into TIs. Wait, give me a second. I can't get my page. La carpeta. Pero que cosa es eso? All right, my Facebook is. I'm going to read some more. Give me a second. And anybody else is welcome to join me in the reading, so I don't have to do all the reading myself. It's 99 pages. You know I'm not reading all of this tonight. Okay. Okay, so they give the link to La Carpeta, and it was La Bella versus Federal Bureau of Investigation. They had to sue in 2012. Wow. Individuals in this nefarious program are referred to as targets. I send you. They are subjected to illegal and unconstitutional phone taps, illegal rerouting of business and private phone calls for harassment purposes, surreptitious entry into home, office and vehicle, virtual surveillance in the home. Wow. Mm, this is just what this, oh, wow. In the home conducted by illegal placement of miniature remote wireless cameras, often accessible through the internet, illegal internet spyware. This is the program they have us, yeah. Illegal GPS tracking, often through their own mobile phones, regular fix in mobile surveillance, mail misdirection, mail theft and tampering, financial and employment sabotage. Woo! Mm. Wow. God bless this lady. Yes, I'm sending a donation. She, She definitely... She definitely, this, because I know this takes work to do. Them 99 pages yeah. must have taken, it must have taken her a good month to complete this at 40 hours a week, okay? To get this thing, to state all of this, to do the research, to do everything. She deserves every penny she gets behind this. Yes, she does. Yes, she right? does. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. And, and her research by itself it's just it's it's sounding phenomenal. It's it's already it's so on point. This is exactly, and it gives me clarity. Uh huh. Go ahead, Betty. Oh, Betty, I was just agreeing that it's so on point. Amen. Go ahead. Yeah, it gives me clarity on where this program came from. I got to send this to my nephew EJ. Because this explains, this is where this this sick, sick, because, you know, you you can go crazy. Like, who does this? Like, how do you, how do, you do this? But it's something they've practiced. It's mm-hmm. something they practiced. They've been doing this for yes. years. That's how they did it. Mm-hmm. That's how they did it. I didn't even know about this Lock on Confecta program. Okay? 
regular fix and mobile surveillance, mail misdirection, ooh, wow, mail theft and tampering, financial and employment sabotage, slander campaigns, poisoning, assaults, and murder, illegal setups on drug charges and other felony charges amongst many other civil rights abuses. Wow. Technological advances have been incorporated into the illegal organized stalking and surveillance, including the use of microwave weapons for inflicting physical and psychological torture that ends up causing them the condition known as Havana syndrome, remote neural monitoring, and voice to skull auditory symptoms. Beautifully done. Mm. For decades, an impenetrable, in, 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 in a horrific wall of plausible deniability, camouflage per perpetrators, crimes against targets. Yes, that's exactly what they did. They had this stupid thing of plausible deniability. Nobody's held accountable, even sending me these retarded letters telling me that somebody does not have an oath of office, having that come out of the State Department. This is, this, you know. I just got tired. I just, I can't, you can't carry this alone. So it's so good that this woman had uh, a support team for her to write this lawsuit. Because uh, you can't do this thing alone. It's just too much. Even when they killed my uh, mother, I wanted to sue everybody. But it, it get, and they know it's too much. And, you know, I think when you black, they even do it worse. And that's what happened to me. You know? All right. Where was I? The program sophistication prevented victims from identifying with clarity the abuses and tortures perpetrated against them and also from articulating the mechanisms by which these abuses and tortures were being deployed and executed. Any target who identified or attempted to report the abuses and torture was accused of being mentally ill. Rather than commencing investigations into these serious crimes and prosecuting the perpetrators for their criminal conduct, federal, state, and tribal law enforcement agencies colluded mm, to institutionalize its victims and declare them mentally ill or incompetent. In that mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I just thank God, you know, because I, I, I did try to keep everything legal. So thank God I, it never got, I never gave the opportunity for that nonsense, because I would have the law would have had to show up. You, you're gonna tell me I'm mentally ill because you don't have an oath of office and you're serving in a public servant position. Who's mentally ill? Mm -hmm. And the law says yeah. you're supposed yeah. to have an oath of office. Who's mentally ill? Uh -huh. <clears throat> okay. Plaintiffs and 450 TJ targeted justice members substantially similar accounts counteract the program's cornerstone plausible deniability that allowed its unchecked operation for decades. Yes. The targeted individual program obtains its experimental subject roster from unconstitutional subcategories of the terrorist screening database that contains the names of people who have no ties to terrorism. In the exercise of their discretion, defendants Ray and Cable Jr. decide the fate of unsuspecting individuals such as plaintiffs condemning them to a life of premeditated torture. 
and uh, Ray is the FBI director. Former terrorist screening center, TSC, Deputy Director Timothy Grow admitted that the TSDB contains names of people who have no ties to terrorism. In a statement given under penalty of perjury, Mr. Grow expressed that that TSDB contains information of individuals who constitute an exception to the reasonable suspicion standard who are not considered known or suspected terrorists and are not screened as such. See Exhibit 2. Grow's specific words were the following. Um, let me see. Additionally, TSB includes identifying information certain individuals who are not categorized as suspected terrorists. These limited exceptions are more fully described in FN7. Limited experience. All right. Pursuant to federal rules uh, evidence, they're excellent. Uh, federal rules evidence, 201C. I'm very familiar with that. Plaintiffs request that this court take judicial notice of the adjudicated facts contained in Exhibit 2, including the statements sent, set forth above. The TSCB's category of individuals who are not known or suspected terrorists is also known as non-investigative subjects and are listed under handling codes 3 and 4. Mm. The consortium of governmental agencies acting under the guise of national security have secretly, unconstitutionally, and maliciously sentenced each NIS to undergo a lifetime of covert human experimentation that targets and tortures these human beings in many instances to their death. Wow. Without sufficient grounds to link an individual to terrorism and unwitting persons placement on this coded list is the equivalent of being indicted, tried, and sentenced to a lifetime of torture and physical and psychological abuse in violation of this country's constitutional prohibition against cruel and unusual punishment. Hallelujah. Defendants' unrestricted inclusion of NIS in the TSB has resulted in huge swaths of the population that have nothing to do with terrorist activity included in an atrocious experiment without their consent and against their will. Consequently, an unprecedented number of people such as plaintiffs have emerged to publicly expose their experiences enduring these criminal attacks that go unstopped and unpunished. The cloak of invisibility that for decades shielded the program for exposure no longer exists. Hallelujah. Beautiful. Hmm. Stated another way, the TSC includes American citizens and legal residents that are not known or suspected terrorists in its terrorist database under the purview of defendants Ray and Cable Jr., for no purpose other than secretly enlisting them in an involuntary human experimentation program that targets unsuspecting victims, divesting them of their autonomy and destroying their lives with no recourse. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. This is so, oh my God. Thank you, God. Just thank you, Heavenly Father. Yeah, thank you. Destroying yeah. people's lives. Yeah, with no recourse. Yep. Yep. Plaintiffs and targeted justice members are victims and survivors of these crimes against humanity 
and the deprivation of their fundamental constitutional, civil, and human rights, uh, plaintiffs come before this court to petition for the redress of their grievances and protection from these shocking abuses to request that this court declare unconstitutional the NIS handling codes three, four of the TB or direct that their names be removed from it and to hold defendants jointly and severally liable for the damages they've sustained as a result of the outrageous, vicious, illegal, and unconstitutional tortures and constitutional violations they have endured as targeted individuals. Wow. Nice. That was just the introduction. Nice introduction. Jurisdiction and venue. The court has federal question jurisdiction under 28 U.S.C. Section 1331 because this action arises under the Constitution, laws, and treaties of the United States. Excellent. All right. We don't need that. The court has authority to grant declaratory and injunctive relief pursuant to Declaratory Judgment Act. Good. She did her homework. Federal Rules of Civil Procedure, the Administrative Procedure. Mm, beautiful. The court has authority to award costs and attorney fees against defendants under 28. Oh, she did her homework. Since this action is brought against officials of the United States. The court also has jurisdiction to award damages pursuant to 28 U.S.C. Section 1343 and 28 U.S.C. Bivens versus six unknown name agents. Excellent. Oh, man, she did her homework. Prior to the filing of this complaint, Plaintiffs served all defendants' demand letters with the intent that it should take the immediate compulsory actions contained therein. See Exhibit 3. Prior to filing of this complaint, the name individual places and defendants' Privacy Act requests, as specified in paragraph 56, defendants' failure to provide each individual plaintiff an adequate reply under the Privacy Act compelled the filing of this complaint. Excellent. Venue is proper under da 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 because a substantial part of these events giving rise to claims set for here occurred within the Southern District of Texas. Wow. Wow. We need to get this in New York and every other place. Targeted Justice is a 26501c3 nonprofit, nonpartisan Texas corporation that represents the interests of targeted individuals, TIs. Targeted Justice mission is to educate the public with information, news, and support for TIs to help them navigate through the trauma and destruction that this phenomenon produces in their lives. Targeted Justice goal is that of stopping the illegal surveillance, organized stalking, and global use of directed energy weapons and torture against civilians within and outside the United States. Targeted Justice appears on its own behalf and on behalf of its over 3,500 members. Wow. TJ maintains this website, that, and that, okay. And they have a newsletter to disseminate news and information on matters of public interest and practical advice relating to the targeting of individuals. It is a web, its website averages 120,000 page views. Per month, it has a membership of over 3,500 individuals that have sustained and continue to suffer injury, in fact, as a result of defendants' illegal and unconstitutional acts and omissions in the course of their official duties. Yeah, this boils down to the FBI not doing, no, not even just the FBI, no protection over Americans whatsoever. On February 12, 2019, Targeted Justice sent a cease and desist letter to the defendant's FBI, Cable 
Cabell Jr., U.S. Department of Justice, Department of Homeland Security, demanding that they immediately cease and desist their use of government personnel and any external groups to commit organized stalking activities against targets, attacking civilians with psychological torture techniques, including stalking, gang stalking, harassment, and intimidation. For the declaratory judgment and injunctive relief portions for this complaint, Targeted Justice appears on its behalf, on behalf of 450 of its members who submitted information demonstrative of the injury in fact resulting from the defendants and their predecessors' unconstitutional, illegal, continuous, and uninterrupted conduct dating back to at least 2003. Oh, wow. Individual plaintiffs. Wow. They go into each one. All right. I'm not going to be able to read all of this, but I'll read a few more, a little more. Plaintiff Dr. Leonard Burr of Legal aid, single U.S. citizen, medical doctor, uh, resides in Bloomingdale, Illinois. Plaintiff Burr became aware he was a T.I. on or around 2019. Wow, this is a doctor at that. Mm. Uh, I wonder, what are they putting in my house to stuff up my nose? I don't have a stuffy nose out of nowhere. Mm. But okay, let's look at this doctor. Okay, he was around 2019. He got put in the program. Plaintiff Burke came to the United States in 1993 on a visa and in 2003 became a naturalized citizen of the United States. Excuse me. Although his family migrated from Russia to Germany, he instead chose to come to America because of our nation's dedication to the Western principles, its history, the Constitution, Declaration of Independence. Coming from a totalitarian regime, it never occurred to Plaintiff Burr that he would encounter governmental operatives acting in contravention to the Nuremberg Code and the Geneva Convention, violating their civil rights and their presumption of innocence. Plaintiff Burr has been diagnosed with Havana syndrome. Well, at least he, he at least they let him in. Plaintiff go oh, Karen Stewart's in here. Plaintiff Karen Stewart of legal age, United States citizen, married, retired, National Security Agency Intelligence and Analysis, residing in Columbia, Maryland. Miss Stewart is a whistleblower that believes she became a TI around 2006. Plaintiff Dr. Timothy Shelley of Legal Age, United States citizen, single investigative journalist and attorney at law. Oh, good. Another attorney is a resident of Kennett Square, Pennsylvania. Plaintiff Shelley realized he was a TI in 2016. However, he believes his targeting began decades before. Mm. Plaintiff Winter Calvert of Legal Age, United States citizen, engineer, and a resident of Houston, Texas. On information and belief, Mr. Calvert has been a TI since at least 2011, for over 25 years, and throughout his activism on behalf of targeted uh, individuals that began in 2017. Plaintiff Calvert has been also known as Richard Lighthouse. Plaintiff Armando De La Torre, and his wife, Berta Jasmine de la, de la Torre, 
are United States citizens married to each other. They are TI since 2019. They're new. They're residents of Alvin, Texas. They sue on their behalf and on behalf of custodians of their minor daughter. Yeah, their children. Yeah. Uh, Jay Dilatora, who was born in 2019, due to a tender age, it is impossible that Jay Dilatora could present a national security concern or BATI. Like her parents, three-year-old Delator is the victim of targeting as described herein and suffers from, oh my God, not the baby. Oh no. Suffers from V2K since at least 2022. Wow. Now, you know, that's ridiculous. That baby is three years old and they got this, this wire in this child's head. Mm-hmm. Y'all. Mm. Plaintiff Deborah Joanne Mahanger of Legal A. Any comments? Let me see who's still here. Uh oh, we lost a lot of people. <laughs> Melvin's gone. <coughs> it's Beverly. I mean, not Beverly. Uh, Betty and Tranquility. Can you guys hear me? Hello. Hello. Oh, well, I might as well close out. <laughs> Hello? All right. We'll we'll do this when more people oh, okay. are ready. Okay, so, so Mary, okay. I was at the door. I'm up here. You know, I'm up here. This is supposed to be a nice place and, and all. And somebody is out here saying somebody's trying to break in. And so she's all confused. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Oh. She's all confused at my door. Now, I, I just came back. I was listening to you, you know, and so I, I heard all that commotion out there. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And so I stepped You know what? We'll call, we're going to mm, call a special meeting, you know. To, oh, I wow. Know. What happened? Well, you're doing, you're doing real with uh, somebody. This lady said somebody is at her door and knocking on her door. And and, and 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 see, they try. I tell you what, they, <laughs> it done backfired on them. Uh, it backfired on them. That's what's going on. Oh, it backfired. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see how God is? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They've been, uh, I, I wanted to call them today, and I just didn't. Uh-huh. And what the very thing that you were reading, they do things and dare you. And if you say something about it, they have to say you have a psychological problem. So I've been holding yeah. my peace. But you hold your peace and look at God. Look at God. Look at God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so mm-hmm. far that lawsuit is off the chain. Off the chain. What you Beautiful. talking? What you talking? Isn't it, it is, isn't it a, and you know what? 